Greetings everybody, Damien here, aka the Irish Trekkie, back with another Nerdscape podcast to talk Star Trek Discovery with my amigos, Chris the Trek Collector and Linda Hen in a Hat. How Hola. are you, beautiful people? I'm good. Nah, good. Linda's a beautiful Thanks, one. everybody. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you're all right. Uh, you're all right. Yeah, I'm yeah, the you're all, all right. right. <laughs> <laughs> we're all right. Inner beauty is well represented on this podcast as well. Um, <laughs> speaking of beautiful things, we're going to talk about a lot of VFX beauty in a moment because we're here to talk about um, Sukal, the penultimate episode to the penultimate episode of season three. I know that was confusing for a lot of people, but anyway, uh, let's have a little bit of a rundown. I'm, I'm just off of a fresh rewatch of this episode and um, we join the crew of the Discovery where the investigation into the burn picks up a pace. We've just lost our beloved uh, Giorgio and uh, listen, we've discovered some new life. Not new life, a life sign on in the Veruba Nebula. So the puzzle of the burn is well afoot, uh, but they're not the only ones on the way. And there's some shenanigans as well. So I'm looking forward to dissecting this episode with you fine people. Um, so listen, we kind of, we were talking about the Dadmiral in the last episode. And um, he's brought up to speed with the uh, sudden um, discovery of a life sign after 125 years after the burn. Um, what what did you think of the ready room um the ready room scene for the Admiral and uh, the captain and crew. I'm gonna uh, let me ask Chris that question. Good. I, I liked it, and going back to what we kind of hit upon last week, I know you're upset with Saru because he hasn't really become, you know, <laughs> after, a, after <laughs> you know, evolving and you know, becoming fearless. Um, how he hasn't adjusted into the captain's role too well. He seems to have to be babysat by the Admiral or. A member of crew or somebody or the, the AI mm-hmm. but I was thinking back on this and I do think it's actually very very well written sorry about that typical I thought I had my phone on silence but obviously I don't. so unprofessional, so unprofessional. <laughs> but um going back and looking at the way the show has been written um mm-hmm. basically more about Michael Burnham um and how she mm-hmm. adapts Suru never has really had anything to interfere with his Starfleet training or command or any distractions he was focused on being a Starfleet officer and Mm -hmm. now he's entering in to the world of what Michael Burnham has had to go through so now what you call it we have Kelpians showing up um, and he is getting well sidetracked and you know I think with the Admiral trying to give him a little bit of advice and trying to even warn you know are you not getting a bit distracted um, and mm. why are you beaming down? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of spelled out for him, and I, I'm liking this with Discovery. I think it's it's like where people are criticizing. I think it's very good. We've seen Michael's character grow. She's actually she's mm-hmm. twigging what it is to be a Starfleet officer, and that she's actually twigging from the last episode from Giorgio what it means to sit in the captain's chair. It's not all about your friends. Mm-hmm. It's not all about the Starfleet way all the time. It's all about making a decision. For the safety of your crew, whether it be it you like it yes. or not, and mm. I think Siru kind of was given the Dabnal speech before anything else happened, and he just tended to ignore it, which so reminds me of Michael. <laughs> so yeah, mm-hmm. I liked yeah. it. Yeah, I yeah. let Linda talk about totally what she thought of yeah. that scene. 
yeah, everything you said, but and also uh, Saru was like, "Don't worry, I'm leaving my number one in charge," in Suntilly, <laughs> and the dad role just kind of gives the her look, a look yeah. like, "Really?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah 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 like i know i know you were saying that i was i was upset and you know i, I suppose i was uh but i will say and I, I don't know if this will come as a curveball i totally get saru in this episode because like he was kind of for me he was floundering through season three kind of fitting into the role of the captain however with the injection of kelpians we know from season two that he made that sacrifice that if he was going to go with exactly. Giorgio, he he could never go back yeah. and now it's like it's he's been, they've all been running yeah. since they've gotten to the 31st century um so now it's like right they have joined starfleet i i have a potential of somewhat going home mm-hmm. um so i can see how his emotions are a little bit awry mm-hmm. so yeah interesting interesting takes there and i know i jumped over a scene before that which i'm very curious to get your take on um i really liked the whole uh stamets adira uh culber you know yeah. the the the, trailer, the, yeah. the the cobbled together family and gray returns mm. as well and he gets a bit of a scene too you know if i if i could see you i would slap you, <laughs> you <know>? <laughs> <laughs> um I, I like that trio yes. listen i'm not the biggest fan of the character gray i i but listen i've barely oh. I, I think we've barely seen him i'm, I'm curious to see uh, or seen them um i'm curious to uh, see where that goes for now um, i'm holding back on that but i i'm loving the 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 the, the cobbled together family vibe i I, I think if you if one if you look at the gray scenario and look at it right gray went off in a sulk because gray was joined as a trill and suddenly his life has ended and mm. what adira is experiences is what gray should have been experiencing so gray kind of life kind of ended very very quick and yeah. we got to realize as well that gray's only come to the forefront since adira went to trill which is only recently enough so again good yeah. story writing it's, it's very strong and going back yeah. to with the suru point as well we did see suru kind of lose his marbles in season two when uh they went to kaminar so again you know what i mean like mm-hmm. this as, as you said damien suru thought he gave up all this so he had no distractions the only thing that he had to live for was starfleet so he had no distractions in his life whereas michael was institutionalized by the vulcan way she suppressed her emotions mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden she's reunited with mommy burnham you know what i mean parts of her life are ticking off she's kind of grown more of a captain where now saru is mm-hmm. now in the situation where he has to understand how do you balance out your emotions and feelings towards something that you never probably thought you'd be able to hold or be part of again? Yeah. So it's hard for him, and I li- I'm liking the way that the writers have gone with this. Okay. Uh, and I like as well with Greg. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I love the <coughs> the uh, what do you call for a quad 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 not a, not a trio a quad quartet. Yes. Yes. Thank yes. you. A quartet. <laughs> a quartet. Um. Yeah, I like the little quartet. Um, yeah, it, it's it's what Chris was saying. Like Saru, not Saru. What's his name? Stamets. <laughs> um, yeah. Totally was not expecting even to have Hugh back at one point. He did. He was adjusting yeah. to being alone, and all of a sudden he's got a family of 
four face well yeah he was talking directly to gray so he's a family of four now which yeah um yeah it's nice for him and we we see that he is very concerned about all of them and he is he just he doesn't want to lose any of them now so yeah and again with stamets character like he he went through the loss with cover so again you know what i mean he's he's he, he's yeah. enjoyed yeah. having a deer there that's just completed his family which is brilliant yeah 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 and as i say it was like a double loss you know it was the loss and then when he came back yeah he kind of lost him again and kind of came back because like if you, if you remember the end of season two he just arrived as one of the volunteers to go to the future at the yeah. very very end and i was like oh my god yeah, yeah. so i suppose and like one, one of the one of the cool things that i love about getting to chat to you because it gets me thinking of something else and like i suppose probably what i've been kind of unconsciously longing for in season two is a character that's not on such a monumental journey Do you know i want someone that has it a little yeah. bit together like you know like you know pike was awesome like mm. Like every, no one has it together in TV or in real life, but I feel like everyone on Discovery is on this monumental like journey, and I'm like, <laughs> I think maybe that's why I kind of like Reno because she seems like she kind of has it together, you know. Yeah. And um, even, you know, even, it's even like Pike had his moments. Talos Four kind of threw a curveball, yeah. which was you know what I mean. Yeah. Again, you know, not expecting to see the love of his life reappear, yeah. kind of took him back you know and and the foreshadowing of his eventual yeah you know so future you know where so people might it's criticize like, some of the story writing going on here if you look at it instead of just looking at say just the bigger picture of the burn let's look at how our characters yeah. are grown and i actually have to say i'm very well impressed with how our characters are are, are, are growing yeah. and even with uh demar uh she like you know with her post-traumatic stress stress Oh, Demar, Demar, sorry, yeah. Demar, we keep yeah. saying Demar, sorry, Demar, Demar. DS9, <laughs> DS9. there we go, flashbacks, but, um, yeah. yeah, like, it was a little bit too short for her, but again, they covered it, so. Yeah, I, I suppose what I'm saying is, it's kind of like, too much of a good thing, Do you know, it's like, if, if you eat too much sweet or too much savoury, you know, it's like, I think sometimes Discovery could pull it back a little to give more focus to certain characters rather than them all mm. um you know like if, if you look at the 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 canteen scene you know like everyone that's on screen is having a journey right now and i get that because they're thrown into the future but um it may be worthwhile and it's kind of i suppose it's maybe kind of like what i was saying earlier in the season where i was kind of a bit miffed of what they were doing with giorgio and that completely flipped on its head mm. it's like they almost kind of yeah c- comedified her and then it was like, oh, out of the blue, there's this whole, like, you're, you're dying. You know, I was like, oh, my God. Um, but anyway, that's like, we haven't even got to the main story mm. of the episode yet. <laughs> so, anywho. We know that Book cannot fly the, sh- the ship to save his life. I don't know how he even classed himself as a pilot, but he just h- keeps hitting stuff. <laughs> Do you know what? I was going to bring it up in today's episode. <laughs> just honestly, like. That, auto- that autopilot, that autopilot has saved his life twice now. That's it's not even and, autopilot. Uh, when he's piloting it, he hits stuff. Like, <laughs> like it started off with him hitting Michael. <laughs> he just can't fly. I know, right? Shit, yeah, yeah. come on. <laughs> no, I think Michael's in the clear now, clearly. <laughs> but listen, he's got a cool morphing ship, and uh, yeah, my ship he, morphs. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's got a he's got a good um, he his his journey. I said the journey now again. He's got some cool parts in this episode and uh, in the next episode as well, actually. Um, but 
Okay, we talked about the burn, right? So we, we get to discover what the freaking burn is all about. And uh, we have this um, dilithium planet within this violent uh, nebula that um, Saru plunges the discovery into. But obviously, you know, with action being action. And Michael also, it looks absolutely gorgeous, by mm. the way. The VFX in this episode oh, are phenomenal. Um, but uh, yes, so listen, book... Oh, uh, you're forgetting Michael. Pat finds you're a way. Forgetting Michael's big part here. She really, for the first time, became well, captain. She was telling Saru, "Hello, pal. What the fuck you doing? You're gonna kill us all. <laughs> Get well, that out the of the yeah, nebula." No. <laughs> no, but the way she was doing it was very. You know, you're used to Saru doing this to Michael, and now all of a sudden, like this is. Saru jumping to rescue a Kelpian and he's just losing. But you know, that pissed me off because <laughs> I would have preferred Tilly to say that on the bridge. Do you know what I mean? But again, like it kind of it kind of pissed me off that Michael was doing it because it's like you're 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 putting Tilly in this place, and uh, I don't think Tilly came across as a good I'm one. going to say <laughs> I think it's very good in the scriptwriter's part because you got to realise that this is Tilly's first chance of sitting in being a number one and at the same time is come here when you got that promotion like you it takes a long time for you to question your boss so I think it was more realistic Michael's the one with the experience trying to throw a, a drop of cold war on him and Tilly's kind of going I don't want to let my boss down <laughs> So, you know, again, it's, it's, it's inexperience it's from... to change his mind. Yeah, it's inexperience it's from Tilly. It, it's It is an inexperience, you know. Um, and, like, it's not it's not there... At, at this point of the story, we don't know the Emerald Chain is on the way. And no. listen, it is spoiler alert. Uh, but, like, I, I'm not going to give her a free ride because it isn't her first time. Uh, it's it's going to be her first time on the con. But she's not taken it just yet. And uh, they have... She has been first officer in stressful times as well but i would have preferred um doesn't take away from the story but i would have preferred tilly to be more uh kind of finding her own on the bridge but um we we make our way into the nebula thanks to book and a nice use of the the black alert as well i love seeing the ship jump i'm just saying um but we have an away team uh michael uh culber and captain saru and we have a bit of a surprise upon being down <laughs> What what listen okay what was what was it, what did everyone think of Linda what what did you think yeah. of upon beaming in to uh, the weird. ship this this was weird this was I we've yeah we've seen actors in Star Trek before without their makeup and it's all hey look mm -hmm. it's so it's only a paper moon wasn't so it fun Deep Space Nine I think um no it's, no, it's a good a few times like we've seen we've seen data it's, it's, and it's, we've it's, seen well the, the best far beyond the stars. far beyond the stars yes and what an episode yeah. and it was yeah. really and great to I see you have to yeah you have to spot the spot the alien and you know test yourself yeah, exactly yeah um and that was fun that was but that was a totally removed story it was nothing to do with star trek right yeah but mm -hmm. this uh, i did i didn't understand it was cool right but i didn't understand why did Michael have to be changed to a trill if Saru yeah. was made into a human? What was wrong with her <laughs> being a human originally? <laughs> yeah, the, I, I would agree like with like later on in the story. Linda, yeah, I, yeah like later on, you have the hollow saying like, "Oh, we we've changed your appearance to <laughs> yeah. you know not 
disrupt. But I'm like, you're right. Like, surely having a kelpie in there would have made more sense. Well, you know, no, I, I, well, no, I kind of get the gist of it. Is like judging by the child who so reminds me of Crichton from Red Dwarf. Don't ask me why, but I don't know if that like it's compliments. But he acts like Crichton from Red Dwarf. Um, I think like the whole thing is if you introduce him to another kelpian. You don't know his reaction. I but I'm with Lynn on this one. Like, okay, why change Michael? Why change Culver? Absolutely for Saru. Absolutely change him. Change his appearance. Yeah. But like, I didn't understand. I, you it was see, cool. You could see as you said, you could see it coming as soon as Culver says, "Michael, you're thrilled." You just went. Doug's gonna be out of makeup. This is gonna be funny. But I think yeah. his acting skills <laughs> and his expressions were amazing in this. Oh, very good. Very good. Yeah. yeah and it's as you say, the cool factor was definitely there. But I agree with both of you. It didn't make yeah, I still don't get why, why yeah. Michael was a trailer um, and Culver was a Bajoran. <laughs> Just Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But we have a good we have a good hollow mystery. You know, we have uh this kind of entity. We know there's only one life sign, but uh we have this kind of kelp monster and we come across uh Sukal. And um I, I'm gonna we, we'll jump back to the the whole secondary story that happens outside the nebula in a minute but I kind of want to explore the the burn we we just we do discover during this episode that the the child Sukal has this biological connection due to radiation and proximity to dilithium and blah 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 that ha- he has an emotional reaction and seems to have been the cause of the burn all that time ago um, Chris, what did you think of that being the burn? I think it is absolutely fantastic. I know some people don't like the idea. I don't care what you think. I think this is so Star Trek. And if we do actually remember what the Kelpian research vessel was exploring, was a dilithium nursery. Now we mm-hmm. have a dilithium planet and we have a child on a planet. It is so Star Trek. It's so original. No one guessed it. So anyone that's kind of upset about it like why be predictable why have the borg behind it why have you know someone behind it yeah. like i'm liking how this plays out it's it's original i'm enjoying where it's going the child has one hissy fit and nearly causes another burn so yeah i, I i'm absolutely loving where this is going i love the whole holographic simulation i look to me i thought it was brilliant and we got to see some beautiful special effects through this and it's interesting and we got mm-hmm. to see some crazy holograms so hey <laughs> i enjoyed it yeah and more more kelpian society and linda what did yeah. you think of the burn the reason for the burn yeah i agree with chris i'm glad it was something that nobody could have predicted because we all thought it was the other discovery in the nebula anyway yeah. so we were totally thrown uh, that it was a kelpian ship i i didn't place. i didn't think that <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping for something new. I wasn't expecting yeah. this though. Um, but uh yeah. Yeah, no, so I, I, I like that it was something that they made up. That was that it wasn't anything anyone could have figured out. So that was good, but I still don't Left a field, yeah. Don't understand um fully how he made all the dilithium in the whole galaxy explode. Um I think that will be mm. revealed. That w- yeah, that will be revealed, but I do think the, I but, um, think the nursery part initially, I think this planet was somehow formed when he was born, yeah. is kind of what I'm going to kind of guess towards, okay. which will make okay. kind of sense. Like, he's 
it kind of has vibes of uh, the Genesis. That's plant, what I was exactly uh, going. To, yeah, Spock. It's, that's what I, when there was an earthquake and he was like, oh! ah, yeah. it was like they were one and the same. I, I was kind of getting that vibe. Like I never, I, did, I couldn't have called the burn being that, and I do celebrate. Wouldn't it be interesting uh, the fact that they went left field like that? Wouldn't it be interesting if the holodeck was Plan B and Plan A was uh, a Genesis device for the child in the nebula? Right, yeah. Which would be pretty damn cool. But again, like we're bringing in, you know, stuff that's already been done on Star Trek, which we don't need. But again, at the same time, is why not? Like it's it's yeah. you know it's a good few years in the future. Maybe they protect perfected Genesis to a point where that could have been Plan A. So you know, let's create a planet, um, yeah. for for the child, and that goes belly up, and we get the lithium planet, and then Plan B is mm. keep him safe in the hollow ship. Yeah. So he's connected. Could to be planet. cool. It could be cool. Yeah. But I did think. I think the planet from. I I think, I I think the planet was there, um, and it was kind of like a almost kind of like um, a USS Raven, like where mm. they crashed because like the mm. Sukal is still on the ship. He's not on the planet, and like how the kid created this. My the way I'm thinking right is, I think the burn happened, the day his mother died. Um, yeah that's the vibe because yes. like he, yeah exactly like because when michael was saying like do you remember before oh we used to eat we used to harvest yeah. uh he he, he he burned um, out the program and then he kind of freaked out a little bit there and he ran away so i'm thinking when she died yeah uh, his connection sent out that blast but because like losing a mother or a father anyone in the family like you know um that just sent out that kind of cascading effect across the freaking however far across the, the the known um galaxy here but uh oh yeah mom mom yeah. mommy's death definitely caused her and i would i would be mm. very hard to find some other reason why he emotionally reacted yeah. the way he did yeah yeah and I, um i have so two, oh, sorry i have two yeah, two little complaints about Ooh. this right the, the first one is a tiny one and they they keep calling him the life sign Instead of like the Kelpian or the Survivor, they call him the Survivor later on. But they keep they keep saying the life sign. That's kind of you know. Let's I find know, the life right. sign. But anyway, and the other one is um, it took them so long to figure out. Like the minute they figured out it was a holo- hologram, a holodeck, I was like, all right. So the the mom created a holodeck to to um mm-hmm. help the kids survive. It took them until thirty six minutes into the episode to figure out that. And when they when they went through that exposition exposition scene him and um, Saru and Culver I was like yeah, did, did we not kind of realize yeah, that do, yeah. we, do we have to talk it out you know do we have to yeah. spell it out 100% gas- and that kind of goes to Michael my Saru thing where Sorry, it's like yeah my, Michael first, was there to babysit the, the monster and yet she finds mm. him <laughs> quicker yeah. while those two went off yeah. to find him but again Suru gets yeah. sidetracked with an elder Kelpian you know what I mean yeah, it's, it's like Suru song, goes off on a holodeck vacation it's like uh, <laughs> <coughs> Captain yeah Culver's Captain. like we gotta go come on yeah. well let's yeah. sing you a song yeah. yeah go for it we'll read your story yeah go for it yeah cool yeah <laughs> but that, that's what I'm kind of saying about like Suru is like even when they find Sukal the very first time it's like yeah you, you're going in Known, he's 125 years there, single life form. Hi, we're here to rescue. We're from the outside. Hi, you know. Of course, <laughs> he's going to have a mental breakdown, and it's like, uh, and like even Michael throws shade to him just as he's beginning, kind of going, oh, I want to 
frick are you doing like you know tender steps but um yeah it, there was a kind of a couple of things going come on please <laughs> um so i, I was kind of you know what i kind of one of my favorite parts was um the scene between sue call and michael uh, when she was kind of pretending to be yes. the program mm. yeah. um yeah. i thought that was pretty cool and i did like the monster i think the monster has a, an, in, an interesting role to play and as that elder um kelpian was saying like you know he'll never be free until he faces his you face. know, faces that demon you know but like how freaking old do kelpians get like he's 125 he looks like he's yeah. like 30 you know it's like, yeah, Jesus. We, we, we've um, learned something new that kelpians have obviously a longer lifespan which is Cool. Yeah, wrong with that. if they're not bloody harvested holographic yeah. ones anyway uh, yeah. yeah well i'm talking about sukal yeah you know he's like freaking oh this uh, oh sorry years. yes yeah. yes yeah. he does he looks about 25 so. doesn't he yeah 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 but um and you know what we got to see some cool kind of you know uh i saw a tng early tng badge in there mm-hmm. with the with the first um hologram and expected then um, i like the kind of glitching yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you didn't expect an input yeah, yeah. Mm. Activate defense measures unless you answer yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, yes. Um, so, so that was the that was the the vibe there, and um, I love how the metaphor of a decaying program means the world is decaying. It just doesn't stop working. It actually cracks and crumbles. But uh, anywho, that's the primary story, and there's a little bit of an addition to the end of that that we swing back to. But whilst all that is going on, uh, a Federation ship signal. Uh, pops on scanners because Discovery has to wait outside for the shields to regenerate as 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 it does happen to happen but um, turns out that Osira somehow is tracking and somehow can book it across for however long uh, uh, to intimidate the Discovery and uh, both ships whip out some um, some cloaking mm. and uh, you know we get to see Tilly in on the comms uh, lose her ship in 12 minutes <laughs> now she got she has some chops on her um, I liked the back and forth on the bridge between Osira and Tilly um, but there there was kind of some janky editing I don't know if you spotted like Tilly's hair you know being scuffed for no reason and then you know the ship shakes and then it's scuffed again that's uh, nitpicking by me I wish but, I would um, put the hair up because it's always in her face how can she see her console I just wish she would tie it up <laughs> did you see the scene earlier on when they were like getting buff- uh, buffeted yeah. in the in the thing and everyone's fine but kind of rattling around yeah. and then they cut to Tilly and her hair is completely <laughs> yeah. over I know it's the silliest thing doesn't take away from the story but it's like I just want to know yeah, what everyone's <laughs> obsession is with Tilly's hair this season because I swear it's to God just, on the phone it's just like Tilly's hair it's, it's like, it's like oh a freaking God. beautiful mane her it's lovely it's amazing but it, it really does distract you when it's in a different place well come here the two of are both mesmerised and distracted it explains a lot what goes on on Facebook about Tilly's hair so okay I'm you telling you I'm on it. you know but uh, the, 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 the reason I kind of brought it up is and I said about the editing is um, and I know we're kind of going back and forth in, in the discussion of this episode but there was the scene just after the hijacking where these tendrils come out and uh, the intruders board engineering first and Tilly is constantly on comms. Stamets, come in, come in, come in Stamets. And then they cut her and her hair is like all over the place. And then the ship buffets and then they beam into the bridge as well. So it was a little bit kind of janky on that. But um, so we have tr- we have intruders uh, aboard uh, the ship has been hijacked what's it, Chris what did you think about that whole kind of 
arrival of the 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 Viridian, I believe the ship was called, and um, the kind of showdown between uh, Tilly and the Sire, and the eventual hijacking of Discovery. What, what, what were the thoughts? Oh, we like if you didn't see it coming. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I could see it coming. I t- I thought it was well done. Um, yeah, come here. Look, the Osiris and her cronies are like from that time period. Like Discovery has all its new tech and all its new gadget. I know they've been trained, but you know it's gonna have its drawback. And uh, yeah, takeover was quick. It looks as though Osiris has some inside information, whether it be from book hooking up um, his little Orion, no, Emerald Chain uh, device, which I do think it is, um, because to be quite honest, is, you know, some stuff doesn't really add up. Everyone's fascinated by this mole theory. Um, is Book a mole for the Emerald Chain? If Book is a mole for Emerald Chain, oh my God, we've just gone back to season one. Please God, it cannot be. Um, but Asira has key information, but she doesn't have too much information, if you know what I mean, and that's towards the end of the next episode. So, yeah, I, I liked it. Yeah. I, 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 I liked it. It, it. Come here. Perfect cliffhanger, perfect way to end the episode. You know, and yeah, she knew exactly where to hit them. Take Stamets out. That's it. Discovery's bunched. They can't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, and I like it. Like, get off my chair or, you know, going for the chair. Mm-hmm. So, no, I, I, it was a very great way. And you knew straight away when you got to this point. Yeah, this is over. The show's over. We have to wait till next week. Shocking. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Good and Linda, what did you think yeah. about it? Um, yeah, she, she did. Poor Tilly, she did miss it by that much, you know. Um, she was just about to. Yeah, she was just. She yeah. just. She knew what she was doing. Osiris was too quick for her. I. I felt really, really bad for poor Stamets getting um, forced to, forced to jump mm. and all the the guys with the helmets. I, I did notice the guys with the helmets though. There was this one poor dude with the big alien head that obviously they couldn't get a helmet to fit. <laughs> <laughs> Very Borg like. No accessory for you. <laughs> Fairly <laughs> Borg like. Do you think? Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, was there any resistance or something? It was kind of like a quote, so you're kind of like, hmm, is he Borg? And he's hiding his face, which would be cool because it oh, fit into Picard. You know what I mean? The bees. Okay. Mm. Maybe he just doesn't want to. Yeah. So, yeah, who knows? Interesting. Or maybe they're yeah. all human yeah. and that's. Dun, dun, dun. That's another twist. Could be Romulan. They used like the old <laughs> human. Uh, we had that earlier in the season with the. The guys on Titan, didn't we? Mm. You know, it was like, uh, anyway. But yeah, like it, it's, I do like the Emerald Chain, and I know we're not going to talk about the the next episode after that'll be in another podcast. But uh, uh, I wish it was a bit more. I, I wish it was a bit harder. Do you, do you um, know I know the mini burn kind of took out the discovery, kind of startled them. And mm. Linda, you're right; they were just yeah. about to jump out. Um, but uh, ah, listen. It's they, they beamed over and we saw that in the Sol system where, you know, they were able to beam onto the ship on in mass as well. So we know that that's a possibility for sure. Mm. But um, good way. Listen, I, we're ending the episode with the hijacked discovery I, and Michael and Buck out to the rescue. And they're 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 just too late. I as think well. until his defense, like she was doing everything right. And I got to say one thing, like Syrah definitely had inside information. So, you know, yeah. take that part out of it. Tilly would have, you know what I mean? Tilly would have done perfect. 
So I think Tilly's performance was very strong. It's just like, mm. hey, could Picard, could Riker, could any of the great captains be able to stop their ship being captured the way it was if someone had information about their ship? No, they couldn't. You know what I mean? It, there was nothing they could do. Yeah. They were outgunned. They were outpowered. And their key secret yeah. was removed from Tilly's control. So I think Tilly did absolutely yeah. really, really well. And I don't think any other yeah. Starfleet captain could have gotten themselves out of that. Not even Janeway. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it could be, I, I, I don't, I would be kind of annoyed if it was, but I think it could be uh, Blueskin, Rin. And he may, he may not even know it, to be honest with you. You know, oh. like we've seen kind of psychological coercion in the past um, where, you know, um, it has happened before, but, uh, you know, we'll talk about Rin in the next episode. But, um, yeah, listen, it was a good end to it. Um, overall, like I, I, we'll, we'll rate the episode now in a few minutes, but um, it was an enjoyable ride. I, I was... What what would I replace the burn with? I don't know. Um, I did feel a little bit kind of wishy that it's a result of an emotional breakdown of a child. Um, mm. uh, but that's just... The, I'd, I'd rather have a more scientific thing. And, you know... I suppose the thing that's kind of lingering with me was the little seeds about the burn, um, about the you know the music, mm. the note. Everyone's just humming the song, but doesn't know where it's from. Turns out it's just a distorted Federation signal, and I was like, oh okay, yeah. <laughs> you know. But um, the one kind of really glimmering thing, and I know I I know we said about this on many occasions is there was the little hint of Zora in this episode yeah. as well. There was a pesky little file that could not be deleted and turned out to be a movie. <laughs> and uh, those crazy little eyes looking from the screen on the yeah, side of the bridge was, was kind of freaky. Yes, but uh, Zora! <laughs> um, Hiding in the background having to look in was very, very cleverly done. In case you mm. missed that, watch towards the end of the episode on the, brig, uh, on the bridge, one of the consoles in the back <laughs> has yeah, Zora just, looking just in, eyes. which was brilliant. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, I know we talked about them earlier on the episode, but Adira uh, stows away on Book's ship to rescue the crew and uh, beams down with uh, Reno's badge. Um, So has a plan that we're going to see uh, in the next uh, episode. Uh, Actually, kind of, I don't think we do see it in the next episode, but we're going to see what she's planning uh, in an up and coming episode. But again, with Star- character Star- building with this, this season, again, that's so Reno. So, you know I mean? I'm loving where they're going with the characters. They've like, you know, I know there's been a lot criticized yeah. about Michael. Um, I know like Suro recently has come under a bit of criticism, but again, you can see why his character is going through this. But yeah, Reno is, yeah, of course, ask Reno for, for the badge, give her a good reason why. <laughs> She's an engineer. You know what I mean? She's. Did you see that scene where Stamets is like, you know, realigning the injector cores, what do you think I'm doing? Exactly. You know, <laughs> you know you like, want my badge, tell me why. If I think it makes sense, absolutely, you can have it. You know, cut the chit-chat. Yeah. Just, you know, give me the reason why. If I like it, you get the badge. If I don't like it, I'm just going to say yeah. no. And then I'm going to eat some candy yeah. in, the, yeah. in engineering. So. <laughs> brilliant. Eat some candy it's in just brilliant. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Star Trek. I want more, you know. Anyway, uh, there, there was a lot to talk about in that episode, and again, I, I know we mentioned it visually. It, I, I was oh, very impressed yeah. with the show, and it, like even the sets, the the kind of Kelpian like hub, and you know the the spooky stairs and all that kind of stuff. There was some uh, 
some nice uh, set design on there as well. So um, let's let's rate the episode. So uh, Linda, out of uh, five uh, kelp monsters, uh, what would you rate it as? I would probably give it a three. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Makes sense, makes sense. And I'm Christopher? Gonna go well. I'm going to give it a 4.5 because of originality. Oh. And the show is kind of like, you know, as, as I've argued before, you know, let's, you know, stick to their own guns. And they've done it on this one. If the Genesis comes into the last episode, I might have to hit yeah, it out hit the window. Words. But I did mini think Genesis at one point, Damien. So I like your style of thinking there. But uh, yeah, now four point yeah. five for originality. Uh, the, the wow factor of what looks like what caused the burn. Um, okay, everyone's gonna give out, God. but like as I said, like what if it was the Borg? If it was Romulan? Oh, like it too predictable. Then it, it takes away from the fun. Let's see where they build mm. up. You know, we've got another season coming, so we might just still get a big mm. cliffhanger towards the end of this one. So yeah. that's it. So yeah. four point five and three. Um, yeah, I, I probably end up kind of giving it a, let, let, let me go with the, a 3.3 Calpian Monsters because mm. um, there was a couple of things that didn't take away from the story, but distracted from yeah. it a little bit. <laughs> Tilly's here. And um, again, I, I am going to stick to my guns. And listen, the whole thing about the burn, it's completely subjective. Uh, as and I, and I say with complete honesty, I don't know what I would have done if I was put in the writer's room to come up with it. But, you know, Having this still two episodes epic ago. playground, we still have two episodes ago. Yeah, no, but yeah, but listen, you know, like I know there's trauma there, but like an emotional outburst being the, the potential cause of it, you know. But as I say, there's two episodes I to review. Yeah, don't folks, trust so. these writers, um, so I don't think it's going to be as straightforward as we yeah. think. They've been very no, dubious, yeah. and if we if we listen to Alex Kurtzman, who deserves to be fired every week for spinning lies, yeah, 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 yeah. Turns out that it was Lorca yeah. all this time. Smoke screens. Um, cool. So I'm going to, yeah, so we have 3, 3.3, 4.5. Good scores. Good scores for um, season 3, episode 11, 11. I think it was. Yep. Um, so Sue Call, let us know in the comments below what you thought of the episode as well. And stay tuned for the penultimate episode uh, review. Um, what was the name of the episode? There Were Tides? Was that, was that, was that, there was that what it was called? Tide. There is a tide. There is a tide. <clears throat> Uh, something about tides, but uh, I'm really looking forward to talking about that freaking oh, yes. episode. Super yeah. hyped to talk about that episode. Um, spoiler alert: um, I have a very high rating for that episode. Anyway, <laughs> about bloody um, time. Does anyone? <laughs> I know, right? I, it only took twelve episodes. Um, yeah. Oh man, I'm looking forward to talking about that one. Anywho, uh, have we any comments from any of the social inter interplanetary webs out there that uh, we'd like to share today? I have one from Facebook and it's from Renee Ramdin and they just want to Awesome know. name. Pardon? Awesome name. By oh, the it way, is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, my question is, how did Osira know everything about Discovery? The spore drive, the personnel manifest, who told her everything? And the comments mm. are pretty much, uh, well, the first comment, the first aunt reply to that is by Alana Whitestar and she's saying, someone who knew Discovery and who knew that Stamets was the only one who co operated, hence, uh, sorry, maybe Willa. Maybe Willa. Mm. Yeah, but we haven't seen much of Willa. And I That's a popular theory going yeah. around, but I 
still gonna go with I just think like yeah. Admiral has been kick ass he Admiral. is one of my favourite Starfleet Admirals ever same and yeah. you know and what I mean lot. he did kind of point out you put Emerald Chain Tech in with Federation Tech <coughs> like they yeah. just check yeah. this out and we're just going on book who can't pilot a ship to save his life because he keeps hitting stuff saying it's it's fine uh, there's nothing wrong with it mm. so I think it's just going to be something like a you know a Cyrus way of well if you think about it as well with the Emerald Chain and how devious they are I think mm. this is the way how the Emerald Chain do it with all their careers. Um, they, you know what I mean? They think the Emerald Chain tech is sound, but it's not. It's giving the Emerald Chain information that the careers. Remember as well, mm. like she was able to hit Book's home planet as well. So, you know, it wasn't just yeah. Discovery. So it's an interesting one, but I'm mm. going with Emerald Chain tech. We'll see in the up and coming episodes, mm. maybe. Mm, interesting, interesting. You know, and you know, that's testament to the writers. Mm. There's, a, there's always a little bit of a breadcrumb there where you're kind of going, oh, but there's still, there's still answers needed. Um, cool, cool, awesome. So, listen, I, I know I think we've been chatting for about 40 minutes, and, and rightfully so, uh, there was a lot to talk about because uh, we, we got to talk about the burn and some other stuff. Ooh, ooh. Um, um, ship, cool. We got to see the ship cloaking yes. for the first time. Woo. Oh, yes, yeah. indeed. You know, I am, you know, the more I, the more I see the, the disco, the more I, I kind of slowly, you know, there's one, there's um, one thing I'm going to have to say though about Discovery and it just bugging me so mm-hmm. much um, like w- when you go to redesign a ship okay think of your sets uh-huh. because I swear to God the friggin windows are bugging me now oh yeah the size of them yeah like on the outside they're freaking circular and on the inside they're the old Discovery windows Jesus Christ change the set lads come on seriously man Jesus I, no, I thought I thought that nope. too but they're not they're recessed in yeah. I was checking because that was doing my, my, my head in as yeah. well and they, they, they were freaking clever on that now some of them I do think are wrong but especially around like the canteen uh, the mess hall I don't know why I call, keep calling it the canteen but the mess hall they have them kind of recessed in my kind of dig with it is they, they look too mm. small they make the look that makes the ship look bigger yeah. on the outside the than it actually wrong. is. Jesus, man, the whole you ship know, got but, a refit, um, but they didn't do the inside. Oh, come on, lads. <laughs> I know, or change the uniforms. Come <laughs> on. Uh, but listen, revenue neutrality <laughs> and all that jazz. Um, cool. So listen, um, as I say, spoiler alert, super hyped to talk about next uh, week's, uh, well, I say next week's, we're recording this a little bit late, but uh, the next episode, so stay tuned for that. And um, again, be sure to head over to the Facebook Star Trek Discovery unofficial fan page where 20,000 like-minded people are waiting and ready to talk everything about the show. And uh, we have a good spoiler zone there every week as well. So do join that group. And uh, again, be sure to follow uh, this podcast on your favorite platforms. And um, listen, live long and prosper. It's goodbye from me. It's long and fall and you walk from me. Goodbye from me. Take it easy.